It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What up, Bucks fans? It is Real Bucks Talk. I'm your host, Michael Plus. We are back. On another Monday, uh, sorry we were sorry we were a little late there, but uh, it's it's good to be back. Uh, and the Buccaneers are your NFC South champions. Feels pretty good. Uh, my co-host Mark Ramirez, uh, he might be joining me later. Uh, if not, I'm going to try to do this solo and be happy to answer uh, you guys' questions, uh, comments. Feel free to bring them in. Uh, but a lot to discuss. Um, you know, obviously. Yesterday was a good win. The Bucks took care of business against the uh, Carolina Panthers and did what they had to do. So uh, that was that was good to see. Um, again, the offense didn't try to force anything. Uh, ran the football with uh, Ronald Jones, so that was nice. And you know, mixed in um, you know some play action and used the out routes and obviously targeted um, Antonio Brown, who came back in a big way. Uh, so that was uh, pretty cool. But uh, yeah, and again, defense dominated once again. Uh, so that was nice to see. Um, but yeah, guys, uh, feel free to bring in any type of questions, uh, comments, what you guys think of yesterday's big win. It was uh, pretty awesome to see uh, as it was just a nice, good bounce back win from, you know, obviously the Saints game where, just nothing worked. Uh, nothing went right. So that was uh, that was cool to see. Uh, <laughs> Monday night football is trash. Hey, bud, Cannibalist. Um, G Vegas, good to see you, man. Um, what do I think of the AB drama? Um, yeah, I mean AB, he's he's got a right to to answer the questions how he wants to. Um, you know, I don't think it was a bad question by uh, the reporter. I think it was Jenna Lane. You know, both I thought did what they were, you know, how, how you wanted to answer it. I think that was fine. And how she questioned it, I think it was good. So really nothing wrong with, I saw with it. Um, uh, tall Florida guy, good to see you. Yeah, Antonio Brown, I thought played very well. And obviously he's still, you know, super talented and his ability to get, you know, get open and, do a lot of different things, versatile receiver. Um, Bucks are going to need him, and it was a good thing they they didn't let him go. Uh, Alec, what's up, man? Yeah, the Bucks look good. NFC South champs uh, feels feels good, but you know, like Bruce Arians said, that's only you know one banner out of three that we're trying to get. So hopefully, we can get that 
Super Bowl uh, banner once again. That's what we're looking for. Um, but yeah, guys, if you're just joining us, uh, we're live on Bucks Report, also the Pigskin Podcast Network. Um, so thank you for joining us. Uh, good to have you in here. Yes, I am doing this solo for now. I'm going to see if Mark can maybe join me later. He's trying to get the, uh, the baby boy down to sleep. Um, but yeah, it's good to have you all in here. Um, appreciate, you know, the comments and bring the questions. Uh, Jim, welcome, man. Yeah. Antonio, he's, uh, he's really good. So, uh, Bud Cannibalis. Yes. Jordan Whitehead guys, guys, a stud. I mean, he's been, um, he's been playing awesome pretty much. I think his whole career. So, uh, six wins in a row. Yeah. Yeah. We can do it. Uh, what did we do last year? Nine, nine wins in a row last year. So yeah, definitely possible. Um, but yeah, going back to yesterday's game, you know, obviously I thought it was just, it was well played, well executed, not too many penalties, um, you know, took care of the football. Uh, it was, you know, a lot of guys that we haven't seen play a lot stepped up, you know, Cyril Grayson with his big catches, Keyshawn Vaughn with the, uh, the big touchdown run there, making a guy miss and, you know, breaking away. So, you know, those guys stepping up, Ronald Jones doing his thing. Um, offensive line I thought was outstanding. Um, didn't allow a sack and, you know, did what they needed to do. And then defensively, you know, defense is coming around, you know, obviously facing lesser offenses. I know last week is a good scheme offense in the saints, but they don't have the talent that they've had in the past. Um, you know, same thing with Carolina, Carolina's playing two, three quarterbacks every week. Um, so, I mean, again, it's a good step for our defense. They're they're starting to play well. Um, not allowing a touchdown in the, the last two games is is pretty good. And, you know, guys are just coming up with big plays. Uh, William Golston, two and a half sacks yesterday. So just it seems like guys are stepping up at the right time. The secondary is starting to get hot. Um, so that's, that's good to see. Um, but, yeah, let me get to you guys' questions. Uh, Leon, what's up, man? Welcome. Um, good to see you in here. G Vegas defense is playoff ready. Um, offense, yeah, definitely needs to get get a little bit more consistent. Yeah, red zone offense was probably one of the um, disappointing factors yesterday. Uh, but other than that, I thought they did enough. Um, yep. Yeah, exactly. They they know what works. Uh, Ellen, good to see you in here. Uh, yeah, Brake caught another touchdown. That was a good play. He was wide open on that one. Uh, so that was nice. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Alec, uh, Grayson, and Pyramid. Okay, underrated players. Yep. Jim, uh, given the lineup the Bucks put on the field, I was extremely impressed by the result. But still, uh, yeah, yeah. It's again, it's a division game. That's what matters. It's a good win. Um, should build the confidence. Agreed. Uh, tall Florida guy. Um, Shaq Barrett's probably going to miss the the last two games um, going forward, but he should be back hopefully for the playoffs. I think that's pretty much the outlook for all the injured guys right now. You know, just want them back on uh, for the playoff time. 
uh carl good to see you man uh defense is back yes it's uh starting to put things together and that's that's all we can ask for uh g vegas scotty miller tyler johnson are not novice and had playing time last year the tight end rb room is all the same yeah i mean those are all good points i think all those guys you know can still make contributions which is good and uh you know getting you know most of the offense ready to go get him healthy into the playoffs that's going to be that's going to be big um leon yeah yeah we should be we should be pretty healthy going into the postseason so that that's um pretty good andrew hey man uh good job yesterday uh thanks man yeah they did good um beat the number two defense yeah i mean carolina was a strong passing defense uh so the bucks did wise in their scheming you know running the football you know tom brady only threw 30 times yesterday which is where i think he should be i don't like him being in that 40 number you know passing attempts so less throws for tom brady i think is good for our offense and it means our defense is doing good and we're playing you know smart football um yeah there's you know there's the injury report yeah mike evans on COVID today um so hopefully he's going to be okay uh he's still got that hamstring issue so i know a lot of people are talking about mike and and the record for thousand yard seasons um for you know eight what is it eight straight but you know if it doesn't happen it doesn't happen i think the main thing for the bucks and for mike they want him to be healthy uh once postseason comes so um yeah ellen i mean he's probably gonna i mean he might play this week he he might be out i i think the bucks probably rest him and if he does play maybe it's that last game before the playoffs but personally i would just let him sit um you know forget about the record unless he's like a hundred percent you know um hey odots odas son od son m8 hey good to have you in here um yeah, not having Mike, who is one of the best red zone weapons, Gronk turning <laughs> right is a the past two games. Yeah, I no, I agree. The red zone offense definitely needs to improve, and it will uh, with uh, you know Mike Evans coming back. Um, yeah, if we can beat the Jets, okay. Yeah, I, I think you know obviously beating the Jets is is a must. I think that's got to happen. Um. Yeah, I haven't heard much of Devin White. I think Devin White is playing good, uh, Bud Campbell. I think he's he's doing his job, uh, and I think that's probably why we're not hearing a lot of his name. Um, I think he's in the right spot, and he's in his his position. So he's not trying to do too much, if that makes sense. And I think that's a good thing uh, for the Bucks defense. Um, yeah, JTS, uh, I think he's definitely definitely uh you know starting to get his um his reps up and i think that's a good thing him and cam gill uh anthony nelson all those guys are going to have to play more and be counted on and hopefully they can step up in these final two matchups the good news for the bucks is panthers and the jets don't have good offensive lines so that should be something where the bucks can boost up those sack numbers and hopefully reach uh, 50 sacks on the year so Bucks with uh, 44 sacks right now, and I think that's tied for most in the league, which is 
pretty awesome. Uh, I never would have thought that, but they're racking them up. So it's, uh, it's good to see. Uh, but guys, thank you uh, for joining me uh, here tonight. Hopefully uh, Mark can jump on here in a little bit, trying to get the, uh, the boy to sleep. But uh, man, it's, you know, let's talk about, I mean, I guess we can talk about pretty much anything, anything you guys want to bring up. Um, just recapping the game. Uh, I think we just saw a lot of good things yesterday and how they attacked uh, the Carolina Panthers. Um, didn't try to, you know, be t- too cute about anything. Again, it was just a solid game plan and uh, pretty much just went north and south on offense. Defensively, they they attacked the quarterback um, and, and made plays. Jordan Whitehead, I, I know if you guys caught my caught our live stream yesterday during the game, I mean, can't say enough good things about Jordan Whitehead. I thought he's he's been outstanding all year. <clears throat> so, I mean, that was a, a very positive. And the secondary with Dean Davis, Sean Murphy Bunting all playing, uh, you know, it really helps out the front seven uh, to get coverage sacks and, and get after the quarterback. Uh, so that was pretty cool. Um, let's get to your comments here. Yeah, Keyshawn Vaughn, I thought, again, he did good things. Uh, he's a good running back. I mean, still got to catch the ball more consistently. Uh, had a drop yesterday, so that's something that's got to get fixed. But, yeah, I mean, he, the dude can run. He can make people miss. Uh, he's a good – he's got good vision, and when he's got good, you know, good things happening around him, I think he can make the plays. So, you know, a solid running back for sure. Uh, G Vegas, yeah, I think – you know, having Dean Davis, Sean Murphy, like I said, Jordan Whitehead playing outstanding. Uh, and you guys saw they used him in that middle linebacker type role where, you know, brought him down in the box and he was playing some linebacker, some, you know, nickel safety. I think that's a perfect fit for him where it allows him to be more versatile. Um, but this is a good point. I mean, if they're healthy, you know, our defense, I think, can do good things like, like G Vegas says there. So. Um, Ellen Godwin, unfortunately is out for the year. Uh, he will not be returning. He's got a, a torn, uh, ACL. So he's going to be not back until next year and the bucks will resign him back. I'm not worried about that. So yeah, Alec, you make a great point. I mean, defense hasn't been healthy all year and what they've been doing, I think is really outstanding. Uh, that's why I think coach Todd Bowles, hopefully, we don't let him go anywhere. Uh, I need to keep him around because he's he's a really good coach. I know he's gets some you know flack in here and there and gets some you know criticism, but the guy's a good coach uh, and his staff does a great job. Uh, yeah, both lines. That was the difference, right? Offensive line, defensive line dominated up front last week against the Saints. They did not do that, and you know that just. Shows you the difference uh, between a win and a loss. Um, so, yeah, offensive line, defensive line came to play. Um, Le'Veon Bell. <laughs> yeah, uh, he, he got in at the end of yesterday's game. Um, be interesting to see how he comes along, if they're going to use him or not. Um, guy looks completely different. He doesn't look like Le'Veon anymore. So, um you know, body wise, like he's lost a ton of weight. Um, so we'll see how he, how he, uh, 
comes back and if he has any type of role. Um, that's a good question, bud. Uh, timeline des- designation. Um, I'm not sure how that works. I think, I think once the regular season ends, I'm not sure if they can put them on IR for like that three game thing. And then they can, you know, come back later. But so I, I think it's just once the regular season ends, you know, if, if they have to put a guy on IR, I think he's, he's done. Like he can't come back. So I think that's how it's going to work. I'm not sure on that completely though. I have to get uh Greg Allman to answer that one. He knows, he knows all that stuff. Um, yeah, it seemed like the bucks ran on like 90% of the first downs. Yeah, they were, um, I don't know. I have to look back at the game tape, but they were definitely running it. I think more, uh, but the main thing is they were running it effectively. You know, the second half, obviously some runs got away from them because Carolina just, you know, they figured that's what they were going to do. Obviously the bucks had a big lead. They were trying to run clock. Uh, so it's all about, you know, how they play that situation, how the situational football goes. Uh, let's see, Jim. Yeah. No, that's a great point. You have to beat the teams on your schedule, right? So uh got to beat, um, you know, the Panthers and the Jets coming up here. Uh, that's what that's what we have to do. Yep. Um, Richard. Good point, Ellen. Yeah, Richard Sherman is now like pretty much a safety. So they're utilizing him in um, kind of a different way. Uh, so using him as a hybrid type of safety slash corner, uh, and dime packages. So that's where they have like more defensive backs and usually have like six DBs on the field, uh, less linemen up front. Um, so Richard's being used in some different ways. Uh, but the secondary is, uh, getting healthy. So really he's not really counted on as much at cornerback. Um, but they are utilizing him in that safety type hybrid role. Um, if you, if you know what I mean, uh, let's see G Vegas offensive side. You really see how the O plays when Rojo is a feature back to compare to Lenny when with Rojo, they can run it balanced, but are limited. Lenny does open the field more, but when it doesn't work, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it doesn't work. Um, I get, I get what you mean. Yeah. Obviously, uh, you know, Rojo is a very talented running back. Um, there's at times where he he misses uh, some holes. Same thing with Leonard Fournette. They all miss. But, yeah, you can just see the speed and burst is different with Rojo in there running the football versus a Leonard Fournette. But Leonard offers more in the passing game where he can, you know, spread things out for the defense and helps out your offense. So it's kind of a uh, – it's – it's just a it's a tough situation for the offense they have to be in. Um, so we'll see how it plays out in the upcoming weeks, so. though. Good question, guys. I appreciate it. Uh, really helping out the show tonight. Uh, if if only we used the run game last week, we'd be yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's always hindsight twenty twenty, right? Um, if we would have ran the ball more against the Saints, who knows? Um, but. I mean, it's easy to say that when it works, um, you know, it could have not worked in that first half and who knows, you know, what would have happened. Um, but cannabis, uh, would you be sad if Byron left? Um, probably not. 
I, I think this offensive staff can, you know, find someone to call the plays. Uh, you know, if Byron gets a head coaching job, I think that's good for him and it's good. It's good for the bucks as well. Uh, the guy I, I can't, I don't want to leave is obviously Todd Bowles. I think Todd Bowles is a very key uh, to how successful this team is. I, I know a lot of people don't want to say it, but Todd Bowles is a huge part of this team. Um, G Vegas plus who do you want to face the wild card? Uh, man, I don't want to face the saints. That's obviously because <laughs> it just seems like they have our number. Um, you know, depending on seeding, I, I think, you know, I think we match up well against the Cardinals if we have to be the four seed. Um, if we're three seed and we face like San Francisco, I'm good with that as well. I think we match up a, a, a good against a lot of the teams on, you know, the bottom seedings. If it's the seventh seed, like the Eagles, I think we match up well against them. So Cardinals, 49ers, Eagles, all those teams, I, I think the books match up well with well. Um, you know, team you don't want to face is probably the Rams in, in the uh in the wild card. That would be a tough matchup. Uh so I think if we're two, three, four, I I think it's it's all good. Uh for our best chance to repeat, honestly, I think getting the either the two seed or the four seed, I think is uh, is a good opportunity. Um, if you're the four seed, you play the Cardinals. I think we can beat them, and then you face Green Bay, likely in the second round, which I think is good for us because the two and the three cancel each other out, and then you face you know whoever in the NFC Championship. Um, you know whether and it'd be probably in a dome if it's the Rams or the Cowboys. So yeah, I I would say either the two or the four seed, but. Again, I, I like our chances against anyone um, in the NFC. If, if the Bucks are healthy, I think they have a good shot. Uh, TB12 Goatman, what's up? How you doing? Uh, this team without Godwin and Mike will be run heavy. Let Tom make plays on, and play good defense. Yeah, I, I think that's a, um, I think that's a good formula for sure. Um, play smart. You know, don't try to you know force the issue let Tom throw it less and, and, you know, your defense is starting to get strong and let them, you know, trust them and let them make plays. Uh, Rob Dunlap. Good to see you, man. Uh, offense was more efficient with Rojo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was better. You know, obviously it could have been even more better in the red zone. You know, you don't like to see all the, uh, the field goal attempts, but it was still a good performance and they did a good job. Um, good question, Jim. How do you compare yesterday's Bucks to the team that beat the Chiefs in last season's? Hmm. Um, that's tough because you know the Bucks in the Super Bowl were healthy. So, um, if if both you know if the Bucks were more healthy, it would be a, probably a better comparison. Um, but you know, as far as like defensively, I, I thought. You know, they showed some good things. I thought scheme-wise, they showed some good things like they did in the Super Bowl, but still a long way to get to that type of level. I think the offense still needs to pick it up a little bit more, but uh, good question. Um, Bulls next head coach. Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't be against it. I, I think he would be a good head coach to, to take over for Bruce Arians, and, you know, as long as he can get... Um, 
you know, get the right offense coordinator in here, I think it would be good. So, yeah, I think that'd be a good thing. Um, yeah, no, I agree, Philip. I don't think Byron is is ready to be a head coach, but you know, if he goes to Jacksonville, I think that's a good thing. All right. So it looks like uh, my co-host is here. Let me see if I can get him in here. Hopefully I'm not. Mark, make sure you check your volume so I'm not echoing. You sound good to me. All right. Yeah, I I think we're good. All right. Well, if you're just joining us, uh, welcome to Real Bucks Talk. Uh, My co-host, Mark Ramirez, is here. Uh, We are live on Bucks Report. A lot of good uh, conversation so far. About 20 minutes in, we're just talking about – just a lot of questions getting answered, um, coaching staff, potential replacements. Todd Bowles is the latest, but, um, you know, obviously we were talking about yesterday's game and how the offense looked, you know, pretty efficient for the most part, you know, red zone offense could be better, uh, but it's the defense is starting to take shape. And as we get, you know, closer to the playoffs, but Mark, welcome in and, uh, I'll let you, uh, take the floor. No, um, during the process of trying to get the baby boy to sleep, I was trying to listen in a little bit. So I didn't get in trouble too much for that, but overheard you saying how the defense hasn't allowed a touchdown two games. Gotta love that. The offense came together, manufactured points with lesser players. What do you know about that? Again, it's a lesser team, but not necessarily a lesser defense because Panthers have a formidable defense. It's just, and if you even listen to Matt rule, what he said after the game is like, we threw just about everything we could at Brady, and he literally would just sidestep the, the rush and just execute a play. That's the biggest thing. And before I had to go away and take care of the baby boy, I had something set up saying how Brady was mentioning complimentary football, how we have to do that now because of lesser players. And I hinted at it like last week saying, or actually, no, during the game, mm-hmm. what are we going to do to manufacture points, manufacture offense, considering we have these loss of players and now we have to do the same thing with lesser guys right but mm-hmm. the offense kind of molded to it finally rojo gets some opportunities so guarantee that the crowd that wanted to see rojo is happy but look what happens when we can run the ball i'm still mad about the red zone area though too many field goals yeah too many field goals it was i mean on my side of things it was good for me fantasy wise i have ryan suck up he did a great job getting me 15 points uh got miami's defense tonight and it looks like they're they're doing a good job for me so that's uh that's pretty good uh but just getting into some more of these questions just comments uh rod dunlap it's good to see you in here again uh can pinion be inactive for the rest of the season <laughs> maybe i mean the punter who you know took over yesterday i thought he did an okay job nothing special um, you know, opinions probably going to be back in there, uh, you know, taking over, but we'll see. I mean, special teams, I thought did, you know, did pretty well. I like, I like Barner as a returner, you know, he gets positive yards. He doesn't fall down at the, you know, sight of people coming at him. So well, thought that was good to that. I thought Darden was actually starting to come on. I thought he was getting some confidence. Yeah. He, he needs it. He needs confidence. Um, definitely. That's part of it. Barner didn't really do anything special. It's not like I'm like, oh, hell yeah, I'd rather have him over <laughs> Darden. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm good with it. As long as they can get positive yards on the return, not fumble. I mean, that's all I can ask for them. Um, we're, we're just not going to be one of those teams that, you know, takes one to the house. It's just, 
just not going to happen. <laughs> but uh, let me play this. I, I found our intro that we're supposed to give. Okay. Let's play it now, almost 30, in it, 30 minutes in. So, guys, enjoy this. Tom Brady, what do you got to tell us? That was a great block. You know, that's that's what I'm happy. You know, I'm, it's a team game. You know, nothing's accomplished without every guy, everybody doing their job. And that was a great effort by Cyril. It wouldn't have scored without Cyril's effort. So I love seeing that. That's what great team football is all about. And, um, you know, that's what we've got to become. You know, we got to all fight for each other. The receivers got to block for the running backs, you know, because a lot of times the running backs got to sit in the backfield and block in the pass game to get the receivers the ball. When it's time to run the ball, the receivers got to do their job in the run game. So that's what complimentary football is all about. That's what being a great teammate's all about. You know, I, I love seeing those plays. Hey, great job, great job. Hell of a team win. Hell of a team win. All the guys that stepped up and stepped in, great job. Nobody blinked. Just a great job. One banner up, two to go. Yes, sir. This ain't this little. All right, this little. This next hat and t-shirt's a little bit bigger. Let's make sure we're working on that. Let's go. Come on, man. Hey, congratulations to everybody, man. That's a huge accomplishment. We got more to do. Bucks on three, one, two, three. Gotta love it. Yeah, no, I mean, Tom Tom is absolutely right. Uh, you know, everyone doing their part. And, and it's it's critical. I mean, you look at, uh, I think it was Rojo's touchdown, you know, Tom stopping Tyler Johnson to not get a penalty. So it's like, these are the little things that these guys have to be zoned in on. Um, you can't make mistakes, especially at this time of, of the year and going into the playoffs. So guys got to be on their cues and making sure they understand what their job is and executing it at a high rate going forward. Uh, so little things like the red zone and efficiencies have to be better where, you know, guys got to make those plays. Gronk's got to make those catches. Um, the routes have to be precise. We saw it yesterday where Cam Brake should have undercut it a little bit more. He runs into OJ Howard, you know, things like that to keep drives alive. Um, it, it has to be at a higher level going forward. But that's something we talked about. Like, you got execution was off with the these so called better players. Well, they are statistically mm -hmm. and historically they've shown they're better. But I mean, Grayson comes in here and he's a better blocker than than Watson or some of these other guys, and he's a smaller guy. That's a hustle thing. It's an effort thing. Mm. I feel like it's just more he has his opportunity. Yeah, he said it like in practice. He's like literally the most improved guy. I want to see more of it. He has his opportunities now. Keep going. He literally what tripled his amount of catches in his career <laughs> one game. Uh, but this is these are things you want to see and continue to grow on that. Um, I think Grayson out snapped AB this week. I don't know about that. Did he? Yeah, well, uh, we got a lot more targets. I'll say that. Yeah, they were they were about the same in snaps. I think it was like fifty three to something. I think it was like maybe fifty seven for AB. But yeah, they all they both played a lot. Um, you know, and it, it it brought up like the subject today. I was talking to one of our other group chats that me and Mark are in, talking about the receiver group, and it, it's kind of you don't know um, how it's going to shape out, especially with Tyler Johnson. Um, not really getting the opportunities. Uh, Scotty Miller only has four catches this year and not playing. doesn't look like he's playing. I mean, it's just spots gone. They're not really utilizing him in the way that, you know, we've seen in the past. So, yeah, I, I don't know about the uh, how it's going to shape out for the receivers. It doesn't matter. I mean, because it realistically, mm -hmm. it doesn't matter because why Tom Brady's going to spread the ball around to whoever the hell is open. 
I mean, yeah, you may draw plays up that on this this should be my number one guy. But if you're not open, Brady's going to go through his reads. I mean, that's something that BA said today. Like, oh, OJ will get his his call when it when it's time. That's kind of how this offense is when it when it's with Brady. It's not going to be isolated on one guy. One guy. Like someone was saying, oh, Evans needs to come back get his thousand yards. I want him healthy. I think he wants the championship instead of the thousand yard streak thing. I mean, yeah. I know it's incredible and it's a insane to think. I, I want him to be back right now too, but if it's to a detriment to the team longevity going for another Super Bowl, hell no. I think the whole the whole team would say, no, stay, stay down, get better, and then come back and help us get to that championship level again. It's it's the Jets and the Panthers again. Do we really want to risk anything? That's that's a big thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I mean, realistically, let these young guys get in there, get their reps because you never know we're going to need them. We mentioned that with the defense. Now we need to do it with the offense. It's just what's going on. If you hear ESPN, they're like, oh, you don't know. Bucks are such a big question mark. Their defense question mark, offense question mark. Well, when the hell are we ever healthy? And then what do you know? We're tied for number one in sacks in the, in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Insane. <laughs> yeah. No, it's crazy. I mean, I was talking about that earlier. William Golson with two and a half sacks yesterday. Um you know, guys just collectively getting it done, uh, whether it be Kevin Minter getting a sack or, you know, obviously Shaq Barrett getting his 10th sack on the year, um, Vita Vea, um, you know, all these guys just coming in and, and, and helping the cause. So, uh, and we were talking earlier about Jordan Whitehead and how he was just, you know, balling everywhere and um, probably going to do a film study on him separately uh, this week. He earned it. Um, so look for that. Uh, guy's just been he's playing great in this scheme i think he he loves it and todd bowles just knows how to use him correctly and we saw some of him at linebacker yes he was at linebacker and it was it was great great to see uh because i think that is something i've been screaming for where you can get your best players on the field get more speed and it just helps your defense overall and i can't wait to see it when uh antoine winfield and levante Tell me about it. And everyone's back in there. It's going to be be fun to watch. The creativity you can use with all those guys. I mean, you saw what Whitehead did with one game being in the box. We mentioned that before uh, David was hurt. Mm-hmm. Now that David's hurt and during the game, yeah. even before the game started, people were like, no, Mentor's more than good enough. Well, he's a serviceable guy, but when you can have the speed of Jordan Whitehead, the awareness and knowledge of Jordan Whitehead and the Quick twitch of Jordan Whitehead and pass coverage ability. Mm-hmm. All the uh, the things stack up on his side. So, <laughs> and he plays a game like a linebacker. So I thought we kind of gave that food for thought enough for people to kind of think in in that avenue. But I mean, it's, it's how Todd Bowles uses you. And mm-hmm. Jordan Whitehead does that very, very well. Yeah, for sure. And just one more thing on it. Like once everyone is healthy, I think what we'll see more of is – Devin White and Levante David as edge rushers mm-hmm. where you can move those safeties down into the box, like we said, and it's just going to help your defense that more, that much more because really we haven't seen that this year because they haven't been healthy. So like a lot, you know, you look at last year, we had Devin White coming off the edge a lot. You know, yeah. um, Levante was their edge rusher a lot and just haven't been able to see it this year because guys have to be in different spots because of injuries. Yeah, so speaking of Jordan Whitehead, six tackles leading the team, 
had his interception. I don't know how many passes deflected he had. I think he had three. Yeah, impact three. on the game. It was insane. Yeah. He was everywhere. <laughs> the announcers were like, there he is again. There's that whitehead guy. Everyone held it. That's our dream. It is. It is the I dream. <laughs> I still can't believe this number. Two and a half by Golson. Unreal. Unreal. Yeah, everyone just, you know, working together. You know, Anthony Nelson getting a sack. Uh, I think Steve McClendon. Yeah, McClendon half a sack. So, yeah, just um, – you know, working as one, you know, getting pushed on the pocket. Again, it's coverage sacks. It's scheming sacks where they had free, you know, rushers coming in. Uh, they did that a lot yesterday where, you know, had guys moving around and making those plays. So that's not a typo either right here. Yeah. 20 carries. And if you go up to Tom Brady, 30 passing attempts, I, I think that's the magic number for this team offensively. That's how you want to see it laid out where, Tom's not throwing it too much and we're running the football and we're able to just pretty much control the game as we did yesterday. You get the lead, um, you start building it to two score lead, three score lead, and then you can just pretty much coast from there, run the clock out. Yeah. Time of possession, 33 minutes over 26. Third down efficiency, 50%. I mean, I'd I'd take a little bit more than that, but I'll take that. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Good job, Bucks D. Um, I think that's the 30 you want to look for, the 30 of just Tom Brady's passing attempts as opposed to 40 or 50 like we've seen right. in the past. So I know we all look for the 30 on the scoreboard, but look, we got 30 points without Brady having to throw over 30. So maybe that's the 30 for 30 we're looking for. Jeffrey <laughs> Winston 30 for 30? Maybe that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We got Alec in here saying go Bolts. Yeah. He's seen the Tampa Bay shirt. So, yeah, go Bolts. Um, oh, yeah. Hopefully they're they're okay. They're fighting a little COVID. I get you know, COVID's are everywhere around sports league. So, you know, we had what 106 players get COVID today in the NFL, which is nuts. So, hopefully uh, that can everyone be healthy out there and and stay away from it. But it's going to happen, I guess. I mean, it is what it is. It's it's but this variant, it's less. Well, I, I'm not a scientist or a doctor or anything, but mm-hmm. I guess we're saying it's less harmful or less effects. I don't know, but mm-hmm. it seems like now, like they're getting it, like the players, I guess themselves, mm-hmm. like, Oh damn it. I got to wait. It's, it's more, I don't know, but yeah. it is what it is. Guys stay safe. Mm-hmm. Uh, but more on football. Don't talk the crap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one thing I did want to talk about the old, I don't know if you already mentioned it, Antonio Brown's, I guess, uh, back and forth with the media. Yeah. Yeah. So, we, we talked a little bit about it in the beginning of the show. Uh, I think G, G Vegas actually brought it up and, um, you know, my point is, and you'll probably agree with me. Um, you know, AB has the right to say what he said. Uh, Jenna lane was perfectly fine in her questioning. I didn't have any issues with that. And, you know, I thought both were right and what they did, you know, it just, you know, it just went down how it went down and, it is what it is. I think, um, you know, AB's ready to focus on football. So, I mean, he had the right to say what he said. Yeah, this is my two cents. I mean, Jenna Lane, and but then it was a follow up by Greg Allman. That, that's where I was like, you're a moron. Like, <laughs> so first things first, it's her job to ask questions. I understand that. Okay. But it's his right, his choice to answer it or not. You don't have to keep poking away at a guy. 
especially when he has a history of everything. That doesn't give you more reason to, oh, no, let me keep poking. He went out there and said, but he said, no, listen, I don't want to focus on drama. People do what they do to me just because of my spotlight, whatever it is. And he said, no, I don't want to answer that. Just stick to the football team. So, and he actually even put it all on. It's not just me. It's the team. Mm-hmm. And then they keep poking. I'm like, dude, pretty, you're almost asking for him to, to pop off. And I guess that's what they do as media. They just try and do that. He stayed calm. I yeah. I applaud him. I was like, holy hell. It's actually a step up. I mean, yeah. Yeah, that's a good point by Bud. I think, yeah, Greg was more of an injury question. And then I think AB just brought it back to the uh, to the suspension. So, you know, obviously he just didn't want to talk about any of it. And I think, you know, that was his reaction to, you know, being asked that stuff. And he's like, you know, I just want to focus on what's now in front of me and uh, can't blame him for that. So I think his mindset is where it needs to be, you know, to be honest. And obviously he produced, you know, 10 catches, 101 yards on 15 targets. Um, so, you know, that's good to see from a football standpoint. He he's in, uh, he's in the right mind and ready to, uh, to play well. And if you hear anyone speak of him, I think it was, uh, was it? It was on ESPN. I heard it. He was like, it was a teammate of him for, for a little bit. And he was like, literally, if there's a guy that tried harder, it wasn't anyone but AB. Like it was, it was the time to go. He was ready. It didn't matter what it was. Ultimate team guy. And he's shown that time and time again as a Buccaneer. And it's like, I know we want to poke to get a story. Mm-hmm. But damn. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Like, yeah. Has, yeah. Jim says, I mean, yeah, they, I they have to do it. It's their job. You know, they're, they're trying to get, you know, they, their jobs to report the news and they're trying to get the news from, from AB and, you know, but again, it, I thought both sides played it how it was supposed to play out. It's their job to ask questions. It's AB's decision when he wants to say whatever the hell he wants to say. So mm-hmm. if you're trying to push his right. No, it's his right. It's not yours. That's the biggest, that was the biggest point I wanted to give away. Mm-hmm. But uh, let's see, AB, yeah, I wanted to go over it, but I'll leave it alone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, we need AB going for this long, long haul. Yeah, good point by G Vegas. Yeah, he did miss a lot of time, and yeah, he didn't let uh, Stefan Gilmore uh, pretty much touch him at all. So it was uh, good to see that. He got hurt too. Yeah, he got hurt. He got um, hurt. Yeah, yeah. Alec is uh, he's ready for the championships. He's already thinking boat parades. <laughs> I'm like, I like the confidence. I love it. Um, but that's the thing. So someone in the I did I did notice Brady's voice. Uh, yeah. Uh, one thing. In the comments of our, one of our videos, it was like, oh, the Bucks aren't going to the Super Bowl this year. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, based on maybe our video of the Saints analysis, <laughs> offensive, like, yeah, everyone's going to get mad over one game. But you look what happens. AB comes in. It's almost like, holy crap, they didn't miss a beat. Their continuity, mm-hmm. their connection is insane. That's incredible. Imagine that with Mike Evans. You have two literary number ones out there when the playoffs come. And then you have the Hall of Famer at tight end. OJ's getting better at blocking, and you never know when his name's going to get called. Lenny, if he comes back. The offense is still there. It's just the execution. And if mm. execution's that much better with AB, holy hell, look the hell out. Just stay healthy. Keep knocking on wood on that one because, yeah, there's another, another Greg Allman uh, cue. I guess he mentioned the, the injuries. B.A. got, got pissed off about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think that was just a um, – 
I think it was just like an inside joke between them, uh, which was pretty funny. You know, Greg played it well, uh, and I, I thought that was that was cool to see. You know, just some light humor there. Um, but yeah, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully the receivers uh, get healthy now. You know, with Mike Evans getting COVID today, so hopefully, uh, you know that uh, no more injuries uh, come forward. We got to stay healthy from here on out. <laughs> What's scary is that yeah, the wide receivers coach gets COVID. Mike Evans gets COVID. Yeah, hopefully no one else gets gets it. God, I mean, Perriman just got off the list. Right. It's like right. that wide receiver room, which, damn, stop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's taking I mean, its taking its hits right now. So, um, yeah, but hopefully it gets better. Oh, we got some more. Uh oh, great needs to go. Nice guy, <laughs> but drops too many balls, Eddie. Plus, what do you think about that? Was, yeah, was, I mean that that's something we actually talked about in our um, you know film study uh, against the Saints. He had some opportunities there where he needs to make those tough catches, make make the uh, make those big plays when he has the opportunity. So, yeah, for whatever reason, he's just he struggled. He struggled this year with concentration. Just doesn't seem like he's been there um, all the time. You know when he needs to be. But then again, he'll he'll make a big play coming up here soon. I'm sure he'll he'll come up with one of those those big time catches that you don't see coming, and and you're glad that you have Cam Braid on your team because guy's a good teammate, um, good professional, and I, I think uh, he's he's not going anywhere right now. Um, definitely, where you know you talk about OJ Howard, OJ still has a long way to go to get to where he needs to be. Yeah, Cam Braid did catch a touchdown. Yeah, <laughs> he catch touchdown. Gronk spiked it. So right. I mean, he is serviceable. I mean, he's not the breed of of old that people, I guess, expected the high volume guy. But he's never going to be that anymore because yeah. there's four options above him that just it won't make it that way. So maybe he's one of those guys that needs the volume to produce. Yeah, he's not going to get it. And if you're expecting that, it's not going to happen. Uh, but I think he's more than a team player and. I think he'll show up when we need it. Because, I mean, look at us against Washington football team last year in the playoffs. He showed up big time. Yeah, came and, on strong. Right, like I mentioned earlier. Like, yeah. their time's called. They'll, they'll get it. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, uh, maybe maybe this year that's O.J. Howard. I mean, maybe O.J., you know, comes out of the shadows here and start making some plays. I mean, again, it, I have to look more in, in depth on, on the game tape. You know, he might just not be getting the looks. You know, maybe he is open. He's just not getting the uh, the ball thrown his way. So just have to wait and see how it plays out. But, you know, with the offense right now, they're going to have to figure things out with certain people out of the lineup. And, you know, right now it looks like A.B. is going to be that that number one guy because he is the best option. I mean, you could see how quickly he gets open. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's nice to have that kind of speed on the outside where he can run an out route and pretty much win that route, you know, a hundred percent of the time. So Your beloved out route. Yeah. And he runs it. I mean, that's probably his best route. I mean, he runs it really well. So <laughs> I mean, he sells it. I mean, mm-hmm. if you see, it's not just straight and left or straight and right. Yeah. He's running right at the cornerback or giving a shimmy to one side, then going the other, like, mm-hmm. well, you can see how just much separate separation he creates. And I don't think we have that with our other guys. You know, Mike Evans is not really a guy that, yeah, he can separate, but he's not going to separate that fast. Like an Antonio Brown can, um, Mike's going to use his body. He's going to use his length. 
Uh, same thing with Chris Godwin. I mean, Chris Godwin can create separation, but again, it's it's a different kind of style. Yeah, I mean, Mike is a lot longer limbed, a lot bigger yeah. strides, and he can do his little shimmies. We've shown his film studies, him giving a fake to one side, going upfield or stop and mm-hmm. goes. That's his bread and butter. Antonio Brown, he's shorter, he's shiftier, he has quick twitch ability. He makes that to his advantage. I mean, yes, he's not going to be Mike Evans like the deep ball, like jump ball like that. No, but you use what you have. And that's what I wanted to see with this offensive scheme, like find ways to get A.B. open, find ways to get Gronk or Grayson, for that matter, open. And they found their way. They just didn't score in the red zone. That's what kind of bugged me, but we'll see. This is their first trial with, a whole bunch of uh, tune-up guys. So let's see. Let's see moving forward. Yeah. Let me uh, get to this question here. Um, this is a question asked a lot on Twitter. Uh, it's by uh, Patel here. Why are we the four seed? Uh, we we did beat the Cowboys. That is true. We have the head-to-head tiebreaker over the Cowboys. But the problem is we have a three-way tie. So anytime you have a three-way tie, unfortunately, it goes to the conference record. And the Cowboys and the Rams have a better conference record than us. So that means the Bucks are at the four seed. Um, so the Cowboys and the Rams are going to be higher seeded than us. So ideally, we want the Rams to lose at least one more time before the season's over. We went out. If that happens, we will get the number two seed over the Cowboys and the Rams. So got to be... Big fans of the Ravens and big fans of the 49ers uh, coming up here. Hopefully the Rams can lose one. Yeah, so hopefully people can see that. Like Plus was saying, look at the conference record of the of the Cowboys, 9-1. and one. Rams, 8-3, and three, we're sitting there at 7-4. Damn Saints yet again. Mm-hmm. Uh, but still, like this is the Bucks, pretty much writing their own story here. Like, the Saints should not have beat us twice. So kudos to the Saints. Washington football team. Yeah, I don't even want to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, who got destroyed last night by the Cowboys, uh, fifty-six to fourteen. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, um, but yeah, there's your answer. Hopefully that uh, cleared it up for you. But so pretty much, you know, we just got to beat the Jets, beat the Panthers. Hopefully uh, the Rams can at least drop one here somehow. Hopefully Lamar Jackson gets back in there. They need him because you know they're fighting for a playoff spot. So. Uh, you know, hopefully that, that can put them over the top. Yeah, 49ers are playing some damn good football, though. They are, too. You know, Trey Lance is going to have to step up here. It looks like he's going to be the quarterback uh, with Jimmy Garoppolo probably out with that uh, sprained thumb. So he's got a, a tear on it, too. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it, it helps the running game. Hopefully they can just build something around Trey Lance and just, you know, run the football, use that play action see what they can do um again yeah david david winfield i i think all those guys are pretty much going to be back for the playoffs i don't see him playing uh these next two games i would just rest them uh same thing with shaq barrett you know rest these guys hope they can be back uh for that wild card uh matchup well winfield should be coming back sooner than than anyone though right i I would sit him out. I don't, I don't expect him to play, um, especially with the secondary and how they've been playing. I don't expect them to, to rush him in there. Um, especially with it being a foot injury, he, he's probably going to sit until the playoffs. Damn. It is, <laughs> it is annoying to hear that, but yeah, I, I get it. 
you know, against these next few opponents, they're games you should be able to win. And <laughs> Washington I, football team, Washington football team. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, I mean, I, just, I think, I think at that point, you know, again, against Washington, we weren't completely healthy either. Um, especially on defense, defense wasn't playing well, uh, against Washington. So offense wasn't playing well either. You get no. first quarter. Well, the offense, I mean, that's a whole subject <laughs> that we've gone on on about, you know, they're inconsistent because of how they call the game. And, and again, that's just turnovers. We had a lot in that game. So that hurts you all the time. It would just be fun. I mean, the Jets, could you imagine if that's a competitive game? It, it, it could be, but again, if the Bucks play smart, we, we should be in the right the right side of the wind column. And that's the thing. Just don't shoot yourself in the foot. I mean, they didn't do it really in a big way against the Saints. It's just mm-hmm. they didn't do anything at all to move the ball. Like, yeah. But, we, I mean, should, we should be able to get after Zach Wilson. Again, it's another bad offensive line, and our defense, I think, is – pretty much healthy we should be able to get some pressure obviously generating with our blitzes and you know the guys up front pushing the pocket um they don't have no makai becton so we should be able to you know rush the edges and hopefully jts has a has a good game we should be able to see more cam gill uh so it it should it should be good on that side of the ball offense just run the football that's all you got to do you know play smart yeah, play smart. It's the biggest thing. <laughs> uh, we always say don't beat yourself. Don't let the Bucks beat themselves. Uh, Donovan Smith says the same damn thing. Mm-hmm. Just get out of your own damn way. It's sometimes difficult for this team. I don't get it. Um, but I'm hoping yeah, the fact that go. the well, – let me see. I think Michael's point about the Jets and Panthers O-line is the key. Yeah, they're they're not very good. Yeah, that's where we should be able to exploit them and – should be able to to win these games in in that fashion. So, to that point, is the Bucks against any offensive line that is above average? Does that mean that we're not going to stand a chance? Is that what, is that what that's going? No. On, that statement? <laughs> no, I'm not saying that. I just I think it it just helps you, you know, to have a more edge, like um, definitely a better chance. If it's if their offensive lines are weak, um, it should help you in Literally. that. Yeah, it should help you in that regard. Um, oh, but okay, so the teams we lost. But I, I, I think, I think, given how the Bucks are scheming their defensive lines and their front sevens and the blitzes, has been a lot better than it was early in the year. I'll just say that. Well, I mean, let's go over that point. The teams mm-hmm. we lost to the Saints. They have a really good offensive line. Very Thank good. You. Um, the Rams, serviceable off- offensive line. It's it's helped by great coaching and moving players around. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you make players think that always helps because the offense knows where the hell to go and the defense has a guess. Uh-huh. Um, and then the Washington football team, is their O-line really that good to you? No, no, they're not. I but mean, ran that I th- ball. yeah, I, you know, I, I thought I'd have to look back at the game. I, I forget all these losses because they're losses. So I don't really <laughs> remember them. Um, remember them too, too well. <laughs> no, you know, the saints, they, the Saints just outcoach us. That's what that comes down to. They know how to scheme against us. They know how to coach better, um, and that's why they win. And they're more physical. They just play more physical for whatever reason than us, and we get the the shit kicked out of us um, when it really shouldn't happen. Um, same thing kind of happened with Washington. Washington just ran the the ball down our throats and 
couldn't do anything about it. Uh, we turned over the football. That happened, I think, both in the Rams and also the – well, no, I don't. I forget if we turned the ball over in the Rams game. But no, the Saints – yeah, the, the Saints, we, we turned over the football. We got out physical. Washington, a lot of turnovers. That's why those losses happened. So, But, again, that's in the past. Uh, going forward with these games coming up, Again, it's just about this offense not trying to be too cute or try to do too much, run the football, play action pass, hit the the smart plays over the middle and take care of the football, and you should be fine. Score in the red zone. Defensively, like we were talking about the offensive lines being weaker, you should be able to scheme your way to get after the quarterback and and, and cause you know turnovers like you did. Uh, yeah, so the right looking at the regular season, looking at it that way. Yes. Point blank. You got the Jets. You got the Panthers. You're way overmatching them with talent. Even coaching wise. So take advantage of it. Do do what you got to do to get those two wins and you got to hope for other losses from other other teams. But look what's in front of you. Beat the man in front of you. Offensively, I just worry about the red zone. Get that ironed out. Start using Gronk in there, Bree in there. You don't have to necessarily – you don't have the big guys on the outsides. You can't do that. So find a way to use Gronk and Bray on two opposite sides. See which matchup you like better. Let's see it that way. And defensively, keep using Jordan Whitehead the way you're doing it because it's it's obviously working multiple with all those safeties. And that's why I wanted to kind of see Winfield come back just to see how they can interchange that. But we'll mm-hmm. see what happens with those injuries. No, I agree. Um, yeah, and again, it's just, you know – not not being yourself i think that's the biggest thing that's we always talk about that with the bucks um you know just gotta play smart and again you have two opponents coming up that you know you just outmatch like you said we're a better team better team usually wins uh you know john madden used to say that (laughs) um so yeah i mean it, it should take place uh and the main thing is you're getting yourself geared up for playoff football uh, so we should be able to, you know, start playing that type of game that we need to play in the playoffs. And that's being physical up front, running the football, play action pass. Don't make things too difficult for you. Um, attack matches, matchups that you think you have the strength on and, and continue to attack those. Yeah, two things I wanted to say. So to touch on what you're saying too. Uh, Kevin Stewart walks every opponent's Super Bowl. Yeah, we mentioned that during the Washington football team game. Like, literally, Heineke literally thought, like, yeah. he was on top of the world and landed on the moon. I don't know what the hell he thought. But and it's crazy. But that's the thing. Like, that was just an average Sunday. Maybe the Bucks do take it to that next level, considering it is playoffs. Tom Brady's a whole other animal in the playoffs. So, maybe that is, like, the switch that needs to be pushed. I don't know. But it, it just – it's upsetting when you see the other team try so damn hard. You know how – the potential of this team, and they don't do it. But my second point was Tom Brady even mentioned it in his presser about running mm-hmm. back and catching the ball. And they're asking BA about Vaughn. Are you comfortable with him catching the ball? He's like, he's made improvements. So we know Rojo's hands are iffy. Mm-hmm. How worried is everyone else? I don't know if you talked about this, or how worried are you about pass catchers coming out on the backfield? Are we going to use someone else? Or are we going to use stick to these guys? Or where's Bernard? How, what are the potential yeah. of him coming back? What's going on? What are you thinking? What's going on in your head? Uh, well, I mean, the running back room as a whole is is a is a mess to me. But 
when you look at, you know, obviously Leonard Fournette and Gio Bernard, I think those guys will probably be back for the playoffs. At least you hope, you know, one of them, you get at least one of them back. Um, obviously, I, I think the Bucks probably hope Leonard comes back for the playoffs. Rojo, you know, I love his running ability. He's still inconsistent in that aspect as well. He's inconsistent catching the ball. Um, pass protection could be better. Uh, Keyshawn Vaughn, he made a big splash play. Um, still, he needs a lot of work, though. Um, he's not a, not a finished product, but that comes from not a lot of playing time. Uh, Le'Veon Bell, I think they brought him in for a reason, and not sure what that's going to be. Uh, is he, <laughs> you know, you know, is he Le'Veon Bell from the past? Probably not. Um, I mean, he looks different. He, he looks does. like he, he looks like he lost a lot of weight. His arms are like that big. Yeah, I, I mean, that. you can obviously tell he. Yeah, you can obviously tell he was training for boxing. So I don't know if he's in football shape doesn't look fast yesterday at least he didn't so i don't know i I, i'm not sure that project will work very long he might get cut here soon um so we'll just have to wait and see on the running back room but obviously i i feel like leonard and geo you'll probably get those guys back for the playoffs and i think that will be uh paramount i think it'll be very important uh, to have those guys back i i want to say this if it's a proximal hamstring strain like they're saying it is with a uh, Fournette. Uh, that's a, a long re- rehab. I'll say that. Uh, yeah. I mean, if it's he's probably out, then if he's grabbing at his ass, that's that's literally that's that's right where it attaches. And, and the way he fell, like that overstretched, literally falling on top of his leg, mm-hmm. that's a bad hamstring strain. It's not like a little one. Oh, but I'm running. Oh, now yeah. I'm gimping. Yeah, he left in crutches. Uh, so I mean, I don't. So his only hope is like his only hope is we make the play like make the Super Bowl and he would be back for maybe that one. I mean, yeah, yeah. that'd be a hell of a comeback. Like, yeah. I mean, how long is that injury usually? That's like two months, three months. I mean, six months, six weeks is usually a a good standstill for that, and that's if it wasn't terrible. I mean, we don't know yeah. severity; they just say hamstring strain. Yeah, I mean, but we'll see. We'll see with that one. I mean, I'm hoping for the best. Right. I mean, obviously they. <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously they put him on IR for the uh, the three game thing. So, you know, three games would be right at the postseason start. Um, so, I mean, you know, Gio Bernard, I think, should be back by at least the postseason. Um, but right now, I mean, one of these guys are going to have to step up. Rojo, Keyshawn, maybe it's Keyshawn Vaughn if he starts catching the ball more consistently. Um, I know he can do it. We've seen him do it and, you know, seen him do, do it before. But for whatever reason, since last year's drops occurred, he just hasn't been comfortable catching the football. So we'll see how it goes there. It's, maybe he's the same thing, like I said, with Bree, a volume type of guy. Once he gets the confidence up, things yeah. just start clicking. But right. you see his running ability just as much as Rojo does. Rojo's got an extra gear, but mm-hmm. – uh, that that running back room, like I agree with you, it's kind of a yeah a hell. No one can do one thing well, like everything well. It's just I only do one trick pony. That's all I do. Mm-hmm. It's annoying. Um, hey, Ken Barrett, welcome. You yeah, you're you're right about that. <laughs> Crossing fingers, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. he moves one little wrong way or squats yeah. down too too low. Oops, there yeah. it goes again. 
Yeah, Vaughn, 50% drop rate. Yeah, it seems that way. Um, yeah, just imagine a healthy team. Exactly. Jim Melvin over there. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't get it. I don't I don't understand. Um I mean he did catch a screen yesterday. That was nice to see, but the guy's gotta stay on his feet. That's another thing that's kind of concerning right now with Rojo. Just doesn't seem like he's running with that confidence that you usually see him. Um he'll do it at times where he'll run through the pile, but it's like do that more in open space, man. You 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 got the you got that field. Stay on your feet and don't go down, you know. I mean he's He's insane once he's turned on. Like he gets around the corner, he's like a, an animal. Yeah, I mean, he's making these spin moves. He's doing all this stuff. He's stiff arming people. I mean, that third and short run he had yesterday was terrific. I mean, he made the guy miss, got extra yards, and you know, got that first down. So, him and Leonard Fournette are total opposites. <laughs> total opposites. Crazy, ab- crazy ability for both of them. I just, I don't get it. Like yeah. into one, and like. Hall of Fame running back. <laughs> Hall of Fame running back. It's crazy. Yeah. Good question. Where's the pliability in those hamstrings? Oh, my God. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, hopefully Tom can get his guys on there, get them working. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, back to your point, the, the, the running back room, that's a, that's a longer – uh, discussion because uh, I have a lot of thoughts on the running back room. I think it's it's going to be a mess next year. It'll be interesting to see how they they handle that decision going forward. Uh, but the talent in the running back room, it from it's just been disappointing uh, to be honest. I hope it gets better. Well, we'll see. We'll see yeah. what veterans are available. We'll see. I mean, if Tom Brady's here, a lot of things. Yeah. And I'm not I'm not blaming that all on the players. It's been coaching too, and how they utilize these guys. It's been you know you had a guy who almost had a thousand yards last year, and then this year it's like he can't even play anymore. So it's like just the development and how they've worked with these guys and how they've brought them up. It, it just ha- it's been lackluster. Because you see all over the league, it's a two running back team on every team. Mm-hmm. Or- we have two running backs can run and we don't do it. Yeah. Oh no, but Lenny's a hot one. And I understand where, you know, our pa- passing is our strength. You have the best player in the league and at quarterback and your receivers are top notch. So I understand it. You got to, you got to throw the football and, and hell throwing the football wins games. And I like, uh, you know, I like when we throw on first down, but yeah, it's just, um, been disappointing when it comes to that running back room. Um, now you look at the other positions, they've been great. Offense line, I think, has played their best ball all year um, in a long time. It's been our best unit. So it's been good in other years, but running back's got to be, it's got to raise the bar there. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. We got three pro bowlers on the offensive line. Yeah, they've been Should've doing been great. Should have. Yeah. yeah the whole, didn't get that. Yeah, the whole unit has been outstanding. So, uh, yeah. I mean, Ah, uh, yeah, I agree, Jim. It's the best Bucks O line, yeah, definitely of all time. As a unit, it's been really good. I mean, yeah, we I think we touched on this like a little while ago, like the turntable that was our right guard position. It was insane how bad it was. Yeah, Caleb Beninock is starting for the Saints right now, so it's like, <laughs> yeah, he's the right tackle tonight because of all the COVID 
So how many sacks have they given up? Uh, I'm sure a lot. I don't know. It's still a 10-3 game, which is amazing. That just shows you how good a coach um, you know, Sean Payton is. So God, I gotta see this. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I need to see it was it was bad. Years of like we made points. This is when we we should have had a video evidence. Mm-hmm. It would have been ugly. Yeah. But, well, I mean, you look at the yeah, previous offensive lines, you had Kevin Pamfield at, at your left guard, you had Caleb Benenock and uh what was it Evan Dietrich Smith at right guard, Joe Holly at center, right tackle was DeMar Dotson at times, and yeah, it just wasn't good. J.R. Sweezy played for a little bit. Or five didn't. Sacks. I got five sacks. Oh, good. That's good for my fantasy. Yes, I'm going to the championship. You have the Saints defense? No, I have the Dolphins. Oh, no, never mind. Dolphins defense. Yeah, they have five sacks right now. Good. Jeez. Yep. Yep, as long as Jalen Waddle doesn't go crazy, I'll be all right. 86 yards. <laughs> uh, but, other than that, any other things you want to touch on, guys, in the chat? Plus, you want to bring up? Don't even talk about the running back room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think you'll just get me upset. <laughs> um, no, I, I think, you know, just looking at, you know, yesterday's game, I, I thought there's a lot of good things. Um, but, you know, as we get into these final two weeks, you just want to see this team continue. Uh, to bring up that execution, continue to play smart, run the football. Um, don't try to force anything if you don't have to. You know, take what what is there, and uh, hopefully we can get you know these new guys, new pieces into rhythm. Tyler Johnson, the Scotty Millers, all these guys get more involved, and maybe Cyril Grayson becomes a you know a player we can count on, and Antonio Brown can just continue to do Antonio Brown things, and then defensively. You know, just send send the crew, send them send them home. <laughs> ain't broke, don't fix it. I mean, yeah. your players are coming back healthy. Defensive line, you're manufacturing the rush amazingly. I mean, you're sending stunts, you're sending in corners, safeties, linebackers. You're doing it all mm-hmm. defensively. It's working. Keep that momentum going. We just need to get healthy. That's the biggest thing. We're gonna see on both sides of the ball. Stay healthy, even on special teams. Get pinion healthy. <laughs> I mean, even though his replacement is looking pretty good. Offensively, I did like some of the end rounds they were doing. Maybe they only went for three or five yard gains. It keeps the defenses honest. Keep doing stuff like that. Creativity with the running game. We touch on that all the damn time on the show, on the, the film studies. Get creative. You're going to need to do it because Godwin's not there. you got to find another way to have someone do it because I'm not going to have Grayson get on the, on the line and try and block a linebacker. Just be honest about that. Uh, more... Screens of the tight ends to AB, find creativity, creative ways to scheme people open. You guys can do it. You've done it in the past. Don't force feed things, and yep. you'll be perfectly fine the regular season playoffs. I'm ready to talk some playoffs, but other than that, <laughs> let's get these two wins. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so with that said, guys, I think we're gonna call it a night. We went for a little over an hour. Um, so thank you all for who yeah. who joined us early. Uh, I appreciate everyone who stayed throughout the whole hour. Much thank you. And all the newcomers and all the new questions, comments, all great stuff. Uh, Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, We're going to try to get more content out later this week. We're going to try to have it much earlier than we did this past week. Uh, I'm going to get on the, I'm going to get on the game tape. I'm going to make sure we have it, you know, out by hopefully Thursday. Um, We're going to try to get that, get going back on regular time schedule. Uh, So, Anyway, Bucks are NFC South champs. 
Everyone have a great night. Go Bucks. And Thank you guys. see you on the next time. Peace.